Warning. This podcast does not contain actual virgins. Discretion is advised. The Movie Virgins. Bross. And I'm Lindsay Schaefer. And this is Movie Virgins, a weekly discussion of our first times with movies. Each week, one of us is re-watching the film and the other is seeing it for the first time. And this week, we're going to be talking about the best thing to happen to gymnastics since the 1996 Magnificent Seven, The Bronze. Neat. The Neat. Bronze, which came out, was released in 2016. It did. and was, sure. Um, it's a movie about a foul-mouthed former gymnast mm-hmm. turned coach, mm-hmm. begrudgingly. Melissa Rauch wrote or co-wrote, acted in, is fucking amazing. Uh, also, Sebastian Stan, like, come on. Lots of forearm. Fucking come Lots on. Lots of forearm. Haley Lou Richardson, actually. I love her. Incredible. So yeah. good. I love her, too. Um, even that, what was that terrible movie? Uh, you probably haven't seen it. Although maybe you did because it was like a teenage movie. Um, was it 10 feet apart? 8 feet apart? However no. many feet apart she had to be. I haven't seen it. No, no, no. I haven't seen it. Uh, but I I know of it. Yeah. And honestly, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. I watched it on the plane back from Australia or to Australia. I don't know. That whole time was a blur. It wasn't actually that bad. But anyway, love her, too. I love her. I think maybe the first thing I ever saw her in was... I saw her in some other stuff, but Split. Split, yeah. Yeah. Um, Edge of 17, also. That's right, yes. She's so great. I love her. Anyway, this movie, fucking amazing. I don't remember how I first heard about it, but I definitely don't remember it being released in theaters. I don't even know if it actually got wide release. Um, I found it at some point and just read a little bit about it. And immediately, so I have a little bit, or did at least, have a little bit of an obsession with gymnastics like I really wanted to be a gymnast when I was a little kid and then never got into it and then you know you reach the point where like when you're five you would definitely do all the flips and shit without being afraid and then you hit like 12 and fuck I feel like I could break my neck doing that now I'm not gonna do any of it so you were doing flips and shit when you were five yeah but I never actually got into the classes because my parents work that was what my mom's excuse was she was like we're gonna do it we're gonna do it and then they never did it and then years later if you ask her now why I never got to do gymnastics she'll be like well you know you had two working parents we just didn't have the time well I've never executed a cartwheel so I can't do it now I I never as a child could do it so and I remember we were in eighth grade gym class where they separate the boys from the girls and we were running around on the football field as girls, and uh, I don't know what the fuck we were doing, and I tried to do a cartwheel. You just collapsed just, it on yourself? Yeah, I mean, I always just land, like, prone on the ground, and, like, the guys apparently were watching from the building, and later on, one of the guys was like, was that you trying to do a cartwheel? And I was like, yes, yes, no, it was. Thank else. you for recognizing it. We used to, like, my brother and I used to just kind of tumble around um, back when my dad worked for HP, and he would go in sometimes on the weekends to the office, and they had this giant, like, um giant room with a huge tv and we would watch cartoons and mix together all the fountain sodas and then just do cartwheels and shit and destroy the couch and anyway i do remember treating the arm of the couch like uh what is it the sawhorse sure yeah is that Um, what they call it yeah i if you my friend horse the the pommel horse the pommel horse yeah if there are pommels we had one of those in our middle school too and we definitely had to do stuff on it i remember one of this kid one of the kids broke his arm but Ooh. he still did it like one armed, like over the top of it. Just made it look like he was an elite. Not, he wasn't an elite athlete, but he was definitely. He ended up being the quarterback. Like he had moves. Okay. My friend Heidi uh, did gymnastics for many, many years, and the only I mean, she I don't know if she was ever good enough to actually go professional, but she definitely wanted to. Like that was her dream. She was just too tall. I mean, I think she's like five eight. Did she have big tits? No, but she's too tall. Too tall. So same kind of thing that the her physical features didn't quite match up with what she needed to be Mm -hmm. um but now she 
is I want to say maybe the head coach. Really? At, okay. Um, so she's coaching people. That's um at a college up in Minnesota. So yeah. full time. So she or not a college. I'm sorry. At um some sort of gym up in Minnesota because her cool. kids are much younger. But yeah, both she and her husband are gymnasts, and now they're coaching. Anyway. So you're in We had, yeah, well, what I was going to say about Heidi is I remember going over to her house and in the formal living room, which nobody ever really went in and sat in, they had this really old couch and there's, there was like a a huge indentation in the center of one side of it. (laughs) And it was from Heidi's head because she used to like flip all around the house and she would go in there and kind of like cartwheel up onto the couch, shove her head in there so that she could throw her legs up onto the wall and then bounce back off the wall. It was just the thing that she did. So there was this giant... Heidi head <laughs> dent in their couch so I certainly wasn't as into it as she was but yeah for a while I was really super obsessed with it and um to the to speak to the bitter enraged foul mouth aspect of this character mm-hmm. um that's me you're I, like I get that so that definitely appealed to me so when I read about this film i got super super excited um also the duplass brothers their production company i trust them wholeheartedly yeah i love uh, them and trust Jay's them. my favorite do you have a favorite i like jay i'm mark jay was in a movie called outside in with uh fuck the chick from the sopranos edie falco oh yeah and uh that's a really great movie yeah it was, I netflix. It. It was on netflix i think um but yeah i know jay's my favorite yeah i just i mean it's all about the league for me. Just in terms of, <laughs> I, I mean, that's the times I see them. Yeah. Most, but anyway, uh, first time I saw this movie, I want to say I rented it. It's entirely possible that I got it through illegal means. But <laughs> I remember I'll watching it. I'll let that out later. I remember watching <laughs> it at home because, like I said, I don't even remember if it was released so in the So did theaters. you decide to watch it just because it was a gymnastics movie? All of it. All of it appealed to me. It's so gymnastics. It's, it's a foul mouth person. It's comedy. Yeah. It's like, yeah, bitter foul mouth character. It's got people I love. It's made by people I love. Um, I was really intrigued. So I've never seen Melissa Rauch in anything other than The Big Bang, the Big Bang Theory. Mm-hmm. So when I saw that she was doing this character, and her character in that is just like kind of a sweet, relatively even-tempered, you know, high-pitched voice. Like I couldn't, I couldn't imagine her being this incredibly obnoxious bitter foul-mouthed person so she's great hearing that she's perfect hearing that made like really intrigued me and then i saw the trailer and thought fuck i want to see this right now was it also because sebastian stan i don't remember if i was super into sebastian stan at the time or not so when so, you watched it initially were you like this dude is hot or are you just like whatever yeah no i yeah he's definitely you were thinking he's yeah, hot okay. absolutely okay um but i don't remember where it fell in my steadily growing Mm, the obsession (laughs) right right obsession maybe isn't the right word maybe (laughs) but yeah he's fucking hot played into my decision for sure um but yeah the first time i saw it i just i just fucking loved it i just loved i mean so many great lines so many great scenes Mm -hmm. every single piece of it i love and i it's funny because i watched it again the other night i turned it on and i show you not we were like Five or ten minutes in. Not even. No, the part right in the beginning. We're still in the beginning montage when her coach goes, no boobs. No boobs. And I was like, fuck, I love this movie. And her dad's drinking vodka with the coach I while she's training. I love it so much. And then she's sitting there finger fucking herself <laughs> to uh, the I, image of her winning a that, bronze medal. I just love it. That moment. So I'm watching it open up and I didn't watch the preview. I, I didn't know anything did, about it. I was going to say, did you know what you were getting did, into? I, I, I do knew. remember. I remember without a doubt, telling you right after I saw this movie, Leah, this movie it. is fucking amazing. Yeah. Please watch it. And I'm sure it's one that you probably hadn't heard of, so just kind of forgot about yeah, and didn't really think about it. Yeah, didn't watch it. But I remember being so excited when I first saw it and wanting everyone I know to see it then so too. just the other day when we were talking about it and you were saying it's your pick and I said something about figure skating and you were like, no, Leah, no, it's no. not figure skating. <laughs> um, but so I'm watching the opening montage and then you get that shot of her just jerking off and I was like, this is perfect it's you know chef's kiss yeah it's everything and then she stands up as the chinese anthem <laughs> is playing she stands up with her underwear yes, around her yes. ankles and it's is like perfect oh, so good and i wrote in my notebook 
Thank you, Lindsay. <laughs> Thank you for giving me this gift. Especially because last weekend we watched Black Hawk Down and I was like, oh, God. fuck. So this was way better. I knew. You, I'm so excited. Like, I really thought that you would love this. I did. Did you, did you love it? it? It was like Step Brothers meets Stick It. And I've seen <laughs> Stick It so many times. And I just love the shit out of that movie. And there's more gymnastics in Stick It. Yeah. Um. But I, I don't watch The Big Bang Theory. I hate that show. Yeah. Um, I've seen a couple episodes, but I remember her from it, but I had never seen her in anything else, and she's hilarious. She's just hilarious. I didn't realize, like I said, that's the only thing I've ever seen her in, so I didn't realize that she actually came from a stand-up background, mm-hmm. that she had written stuff in the past. I mean, I had no idea who she really was. Yeah. But also, and, and Haley Lou Richardson, just perfect in this role, because she's, she's so, so sweet she's so great. and innocent. She's engaged And to- then in the end, she's just like... Yeah, I'm just going to leave you and instead go fuck around. Just a dick. Which I don't totally blame you for. Um, so she's great in the role. And I like I liked her in Split. I've seen her in a few other things. But more recently, so Jane the Virgin ended last year. And um, it's her fiancé or her husband, Brent Dyer or Deer, I think is his name. So she ended up in the final season of Jane the Virgin. Uh-oh. And she was really great in it. Um, she played a completely... So she's oftentimes typecast as like the effervescent, bubbly yeah, kind of kind teenage of like girl. She played the exact opposite type of role in Jane the Virgin. Uh-huh. She's like this surly, um, like rancher from Montana. <laughs> Super fucking weird. Was she good? Yeah, no, she was great. And she was playing opposite him and they're already in this relationship. So that was really cute. But um, Gary fucking Cole. Oh my I- God idolize him were you super excited when you saw because i don't i don't remember if i saw him in the trailer or not but i definitely remember when i first started watching the movie the first time Mm -hmm. and i saw that he was a dad i remember getting super excited (laughs) like yes (laughs) i it's so my favorite gary cole role has to be is it kent in or ken in um veep he's perfect in veep Oh my god. He's so good in Veep. Speaking of Him the... and Ben. And Ben's the other guy. That they're they're together and they're like the dynamic duo, but he's so great. He he rem- probably my all time favorite show. I think it's yes. definitely top three. It's so good. And I also really, really loved him in Office Space. And yeah, I like well, to yeah. pretend to be him. So if if I had to pick a boss to be, it would be Don Draper. But my second pick would be Gary Cole. Which is so funny because I face. don't think that you are that person. No, I'm not. But I like to, to think that I'm a <laughs> hard ass yelling at people. Right. Um, but, you know, I'm going to need you to go ahead and come in this weekend. I think you're actually more like the dad here. He's like, <laughs> the dad well, with I the fucking fish named Bradley. And I uh, made you your favorite. Oh, you're stealing from me. Well, that you should not do that. <laughs> But he, he fucking comes in hot with that lie about the coach. So oh, yeah. I feel like yeah. he, he And he does, does put his foot down in the end. He does in the end. What does he call? He calls her he a calls bitch. He calls her a bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is true. Because she is. I know. So Lindsay, how did she get like this? Because I feel like her coach well, is kind Leah, of this hard ass. Leah. Yeah. It's really hard to grow up without a mom. <laughs> I think that's, you know, that's a, that's a big part. For sure. <laughs> what is it that Haley Lou's character is like, my dad left when I was three and a half. And she's like, well, my, my mom, mom died, died when, when I was five, five and a half, half months. months old. So <laughs> That's way worse. I think I've had it way a lot fucking worse than you. She's so great. She's such a bitch. And the, even this bit where she goes to the mall, like one of the first scenes of her in the mall is trying to knock a shoe down from up really, like yeah. really high off the shelf. Yeah. And I'm like, oh God, it's me. Like <laughs> I get short girl problems. She is so tiny. She is. But her tits are massive. Yeah. I they know. are just huge well, yeah she's got nice tits i really think that's the body that i want i want to be a very small person with giant tits really that would be fun that is not who i want to be <laughs> i'm not there's nothing wrong with that that's just not what i and honestly i can't be that way anyway you can't oh we've i'm not to- that short and i definitely don't, do not have, don't have the tits moves. for it and again if i actually got implants i would because i have no ass i'd just fall over on my face be very unbalanced small feet you know they wouldn't be able to hold me up right i do love the fact there are little very human parts in this like the fact that she's you know almost 30 years old and she still tapes down her breasts (laughs) that she can't that she's she's continuing to walk around in that tracksuit yeah and the fact that she continues to walk around in that tracksuit shows that she's obviously uh not moved on from the past but i feel like the boob thing is it's a sad and real thing of, you know, I feel like these things ruined my life. And even though they're a part of me, I'm going to deny them. Well, she does. She's it's arrested development at its finest. And yeah. she's oh, yeah. 100% enabled by dad. Yeah. Um, I love when she 
opens up the box because she's snorting what fucking claritin yeah <laughs> why fuck? i don't know now i want to try it it's over the counter um so she's not it wasn't e- even didn't even say like claritin d i mean no, I, get it's claritin. I mean she is getting high or whatever but yes. um and well, getting yeah. drunk this scene in the bar with those two guys what is it she says to them like <laughs> i don't even get my still don't get, hardly ever get my period yeah, so you, you guys can fuck me raw as yet. shit you want to double team me yeah that's totally okay it. and they're like she stop talking to us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The it. lines or the part right. where when uh, Twitchy asks her, you know, it's Twitchy. true that you taped down your breasts, and she's like, "Who told you that?" And just goes through this laundry list of men. Like, Gas oh, station you, Dan. Would you stop? Gas station Dan. Gas station Dan. That was the name of that list that stuck out to me because I wrote it down. Gas station Dan. Who is this man? I also love that she has this routine and going to the mall, and she knows everybody. And oh, everybody yeah. loves her. It's her town. She's picking up fucking litter off the street. Really sweet. Um, and I think that's something, you know, you kind of lose sight of the fact that you're watching this whole movie and you're laughing about the fact that she is just such a bitch. Like, mm-hmm. it's hilarious and also a little hard to watch at times, of course. But people love but, her. But, yeah. And then you get towards the end or at the end of the movie when you see her stand up for her town, too. And even the part where, you know, she picks up the cigarette butt and the other part where... Um, Haley Richardson, she she spits, spits her gum, gum. And, and she's like, don't you shit all over this mm-hmm. town. That sort of uh, feel, that sort of love that she has for her community is really sweet. And she, lo- the thing with the coach, so obviously the coach was kind of like a surrogate mother to her and she loves her. And I didn't, so they do reveal at the end and I didn't 100% follow what actually happened with her and the coach. So she got hurt in that 2004 Olympics in Rome. Yeah. But she still won the bronze for the team mm-hmm. and overshadowed Sebastian Stan's character. Oh, my God. Which one of the... T- I laughed out loud a fucking lot in this movie. <laughs> but when she turns him and she's like, it's fucking g- men's gymnastics. Nobody gives a Nobody shit. Nobody gives a shit. I laughed true. so hard. It's fucking true. It is kind of true. It's and true. I feel bad saying that, yeah. but it's kind of true. So she got hurt. Her, she had to have her... Was it her Achilles repaired? Yeah. And then she was going to come back and they said it was going to take six months, but then it ended up taking a year. So what happened with the coach? She wanted to come back and her dad kind of pushed her to come back. And I think the coach said that she didn't want her to, but let her do it anyway. She came back and got hurt again. And then they said it was going to take a full year. And during her time off, she got these boobs. So she didn't really say if her coach was like, I I think the coach told her, look, it's not going to work out. I highly doubt that the coach was a real bitch about it and said, right. you know, I'm not going to coach you anymore. I think she was probably honest with her and said, I think you've had a career-ending injury. You're you're aging out, essentially. You know, your body's not... So she not, just real-talked her. Yeah, I think she probably just real-talked her and she lost her shit because she's a spoiled little brat. Who, in fairness, and I think that's something that you certainly see the emotion, but it's overshadowed by her defensive bitchery. Yeah. Uh, but you can tell that she, it's not just, yes, it's obviously Arrested Development. Yes, she's obviously a snotty little cunt. <laughs> Sorry, but we're, we're, the movie's on in the background. <laughs> I'm watching it. I can't help just looking up there. <laughs> she just broke the number one tad mug. It's such, really, it's a sad moment. Such a cunt. Yeah. But oh, you can see that she obviously, it, it's more than just, it's more than just she didn't want to grow out of this. Mm-hmm. It's that. She put her whole life up until a point, you know, her whole first 20 years or so, she put towards this dream and this goal and to have it all just pulled out from under her. And that's terrible. I'm I'm not going to lie. That opening montage at the end where she, you see her get injured. And as a person who has had a sports injury, yes, I know I don't seem like a sports person, (laughs) but I have had a sports injury. And uh, so watching that happen was just awful. But then you see her nail the landing and you're just, I, I, I teared up a little bit. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's so. It's so funny that you had that reaction because my reaction to watching it was laughing because oh, it's really? so obviously this kind of ridiculous take on what happened with oh, Carrie Strug. Yes, yes. And the fact that her coach like picks her up and carries her, her off. It's just kind yeah, of silly. Yeah. But yes, I mean, I, yeah, it's still But there's sweet. something about watching people compete and winning. Oh, yeah. I mean, you love to. Oh, I cried for... when Carrie Strug. Yeah, that was. You love man. to root for them. And that you're rooting for your country. Just, not even that. Just watching your team. So like the Blues winning the Stanley Cup. I didn't watch hockey last year, but it was really cool when they won. And it was really cool to like. I, mean, I watched. And I'm not a everybody, huge, huge hockey fan. But like that season was it's a, fucking it's amazing. It's so great. And, and it's yeah. fun. It, it's fun too when it's 
it's your city or your you know it brings your, you all because together. everybody's yeah. fucking happy for like a week after everybody's like yeah let's go blues and super excited um and the same thing happens when the cardinals win the world series and the same things you know it ha- but when when we lose of course everybody's in a shitty mood yeah. um the, the city of st louis the moods definitely swing depending on how the cards are doing do um, they think so I uh, maybe it's just, just people I've been around yeah, but I've, I hate baseball so much and I think part of it's because this is such a baseball town but I do feel fans. like I feel like even the diehard fans I I feel like the baseball fans at least don't tend to get bitter it doesn't mm-hmm. seem like it seems like they're pretty much okay with yeah but it was still you know still did a good job and, um, I don't know maybe it's just the one it might be the people I was I spread the word that I hate baseball so most people don't talk to they, me they about say, it. like Lindsay hates baseball let's right. not talk to her but, but or that, give them a look if they try. You love a good underdog story, and she oh, yeah. went from being top dog, tearing her Achilles, and then coming back. It's just something that people love to see, and it always feels good when you're watching it. And so I don't really watch the Olympics, but I like. Did you not watch in '96? I mean, I definitely saw probably after the fact. I don't think I was watching it live. Oh, I do. I remember staying up late. Like I had the television in my room because I was I, don't know, I was a kid. But I remember it was on a Saturday night, I believe, because I remember staying up late because they were still going at, you know, 11 o'clock or whatever at night. And I was so into it. Like, I remember just being at the foot of my bed, like crouched down because I was just <laughs> so excited and watching them and they were going to fucking do it. And yeah, no, it was, it was great. I do remember seeing Carrie Strug on Saturday Night Live afterwards. <laughs> okay well i'm sure she'd appreciate the fact yeah. that you remember that and gymnastics like i was never really into it but man that movie stick it if y'all haven't seen it have you seen that movie yeah of course <sighs> don't you Did just I not love just it? tell you yeah yeah i mean it's such a like cheesy teen flick but it's but it is pretty good it is so the guy who plays kind of the love interest in that yeah i don't really remember name? who it was his name is well first of all jeff bridges yeah. as the coach best coach just so good yeah um, and Missy Peregrine, like, she's all right. Yeah. But um, it's John Patrick Amadori. I love him. I'm in love with him. I don't know. He's in uh, Dear White People, the Netflix series. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Oh, man, he's fucking hot. Yeah. I think you would be into him. I think you would think, like, oh, yeah. here, look a picture. Okay. I mean, maybe he's a little too poofy in the face, but. Yeah. No? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah. But I really did love that movie. I like, and, and, and it's the same kind of thing. Like, here's somebody who's troubled, who's dealing with some family stuff. Who comes back to the sport and but man it is not nearly as good and funny and well no and... she's she's i guess the main character in stick it is kind of surly and but yeah, like in is. that teenage surly way right this person's like old and bitter which i just i just fucking love her so much <laughs> like i hate hope her gregory i hate her but i love her yeah I first love... name hope second name annabelle <laughs> i Third love name gregory. when uh, cecily Go strong ahead. showed up i was like shit it's cecily strong and she's playing somebody's mom and she's like barely older than her. Yeah. 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 Which I definitely caught right away. Like as soon as they introduced her as the mom. Maybe that's a sign of me being old. <laughs> like I saw her and I got offended for like, her. I was like. She can't have a daughter. What the hell old? are you talking about? But it's like the small town single mom. What does she work as a janitor, a janitor. at the local college or whatever? Yeah. I was. So I knew Amherst was real. And that seems. Mm-hmm. It sounds like they did film in actual Amherst. Yeah. Yeah. Which I thought was really cool. Oh God. <laughs> so, so i guess you you enjoyed the film. i really really loved it can yeah. you talk me through some of your favorite parts so the opening scene when she's jerking it and watching her old tapes yeah. like it pulls you in 100%. that was perfect um i really like when she decides that she's going to train this girl because of course her dad lies and tells her it's the coach which i i figured it out right before the reveal that oh, he yeah. had lied um, but when she starts to train her, everything she's telling her to do, and then when she dumps a bunch of fucking weed into that smoothie and gives it to her, and they I pull up in the so car, much. and her eyes are just, like, completely red and bloodshot, I was like, and then she's got this, like, fucking donut around her middle, yeah. and I was like, this is great, it's so good. Because she told her how many, she was like, Michael Phelps <laughs> eats 21,000 calories a day. <laughs> yes, and they're just, Lindsay, also, while they were kind of sitting outside of that drive through place and they were eating, like, shakes and dogs and burgers, I was like, all I could think was, like, we need to get shakes and dogs and burgers. We need to go get – and thank God Man. we had a burger last night because otherwise I'd be like, we need to get shakes and burgers <laughs> right now because uh, I was, like, really, like, oh, that looks so good. Um, but that was a wonderful um, – just that whole kind of training montage. It's, like, the opposite of the training montage you normally see. Um, and then when she really starts to kind of – 
get into it and want to do a better job um, because she doesn't – when Lance shows up. It's mm-hmm. Lance, right? What's Lance it? the fucker Tucker. Yeah, Lance the fucker Tucker. When he shows up, I was like, yes, a nemesis. I was so excited. He's such a prick from he's the very beginning. So good he's good like, why don't, you, why don't you go give me a real water? <laughs> give me a fucking he's on the phone and he's like, stop giving me that vegan shit. I want this – give me the beef one. I think yes. it's called carnivore. Yes. <laughs> um so i was glad that she i wanted i wanted that was something i wanted her to have was a nemesis Mm -hmm. um and then so i really enjoyed those moments i love too when she talks to her dad she's like (laughs) the guy who popped my cherries like oh honey don't give him that power you're a gymnast (laughs) (laughs) tore your hymen or broke your hymen years ago so that was good and i the sex scene you had mentioned to me there's a sex scene and so when it came i was like i was ready for it yeah because because like it's i said like by I said earlier. far the best choreographed <laughs> sex scene i've ever seen it's stupid like it's totally retarded but it's so good when he why said, does she have why does she have rings in her <laughs> no but i loved that um the moments leading up to it so she's in the pub she's drinking he comes over he's such a fucking piece of shit but she's oh, yeah. got her hair down right and her tits are out and he goes and you got the dream killers on display he, he goes you got nice cans and like pulls her chair to him and i'm like it's hot it's yeah. hot they're definitely gonna fuck and i was really glad when they did fuck i felt bad for twitchy but not that bad no yeah. i want i mean i feel bad sure <laughs> did but... you he apparently he did everything all the stunts in yeah, the sex scene is he a gymnast no but he's romanian so he may as well be well <laughs> it's in the blood sure yeah <laughs> we'll go with that i read that his like godmother is anastasia from anastasia beverly hills i have some of her brow powder it's good oh i don't yeah. know who that is but cool. um it's it's a line of makeup some of her brow it's powder <laughs> that's great um so yeah i thought I think, too, the other scene that I really enjoyed was the date at the mall. Oh, it was really sweet. When they really played Truth or Dare. It just, yeah, it was super adorable. Yeah. It made me happy. And I love that, like, that's the worst thing he's ever done <laughs> was to go and steal a state card. Steal a punch card. Um, so, yeah, I think. Oh, man, twitchy. It's just the best. When, <laughs> when he comes back to her and he's, like, saying, you know, yeah, we know each other. You know, I, I, don't, I don't even remember what his real name is. <laughs> he says his name. <laughs> And uh, he, she's like, "Aren't you're like? How do you mean you went to college? Aren't you like twelve? And he was like, oh, "I used to be." And then he does a weird twitch <laughs> thing, and she's like, "Oh yeah, I see it." <laughs> yeah, I think that they, I think that they, it's a really good, well put together movie. Yeah. Like it could easily just be a string of s- scenes with no real plot, and yeah, I mean it has some great lines, mm-hmm. but. There, I wouldn't say that this is one that there are movies out there where it's really just about the one liners mm-hmm. and it's not really about the movie itself. But I feel like all of the lines are particular to well thought out, well acted, mm-hmm. great scenes that are really funny, but also kind of heartfelt. And yeah, I, I'm, I'm a fan. Obviously. I'm a so fan. when you, I mean, I know you can't talk about maybe the first time you saw it, but how many times do you think you've seen it? A handful. I mean, okay. I wouldn't say that I've seen it a ton and ton and ton. And wh- I know the sex scene stuck out to you, but were there other things about it that, aside from the line, the one-liners and the fact that she's a huge bitch and that it's gymnastics? Um, I mean, those are the big things for sure. I guess <laughs> the sex scene being as ridiculous as it is, yeah, that definitely stuck out for me. I think the the training and that that whole arc I really love, that she comes in hating this girl, mm-hmm. hating her because she's going to take over you know, and everybody's yeah, going to love her gonna, instead. Right. And she's such a sweet girl who just doesn't understand, doesn't even comprehend that somebody could be jealous of her in any way mm-hmm. and just goes along with everything she says because this is her idol and she loves her so much. And it's so awful the way she treats her, yeah. but also so funny. But the fact that she comes back out of it, um, that there is this character arc in there and she actually begins really caring for her. Mm-hmm. Um, that I love because if it was just, you know, as funny as she is being this embittered, crazy, immature bitch, it's funny. But if she was just purely that way all the way through yeah. and she didn't grow up at all, I wouldn't I wouldn't like the movie. I might enjoy some of the lines or some of the scenes, but I would not like the actual movie. So the fact that they do form this bond in this relationship and that she allows a bond and relationship mm-hmm, to, to form. be formed, yeah. I think is just, it, it's great. I just think it's great. It's a coming of age movie for a 30-year-old. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, you're right. Great. You're right. Uh, I, uh, <clears throat> the thing about these types of movies, any kind of sports movies, but especially gymnastics, you know Haley Lee Richardson wasn't doing all those gymnastics. And you can see when they cut from like 
the stunt double to her. I feel like they did a really good job, actually. It's always really obvious to me. I don't think it is that obvious. But you also, I, I think maybe you I spend too much time things. looking for I look for those Instead things. of just yeah. enjoying it. Yeah, I do. Like, um, the sex scene, it, she has, Melissa Rauch has a body double. And oh, I feel it's like really they did, obviously a body double. But I feel she like overall they did a really good job of how they were cutting it it's, together. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it still worked. Did you like his, I, I assume it's his a tattoo. gold medal? Yeah. <laughs> Give me that gold. <laughs> so good. He, man, I, so, I, I read a men's health article, oh, an interview Jesus. with him the other day. Why are no, you, what? Because, because he looks so fucking good in, um, I know, the stills that what? I've seen for, um, Falcon and Winter Soldier. The, and I think is that's, that, is that the Disney Plus? That's the Disney Plus okay. show that's going to be coming out. Um, and he, I had heard a quote from him somewhere saying that he thought he was in the best shape of his life. And I've seen this and I've seen, you know, all of the Marvel movies. So I've seen Civil War when he looks fucking amazing. Um, like, I've seen him in good shape. So when I read that he said he was in the best shape of his life, mm-hmm. I was curious what that even meant. So I read the interview in So what did Health. he do to get in the best shape of his life? He, first of all, apparently he's friends with Taylor Kish. And Taylor <gasps> Kish, I didn't realize this. So Taylor Kish, like, yeah, he's been in great shape for as long as I've known him because, you know, Friday Night Lights, like. Also, I feel like he's just a naturally in shape person. He's well, like Chris Hemsworth. Apparently, he yeah, because he studied it. He like has a degree in nutrition sciences. Ooh, he's one of those. He's, yeah, so he actually knows what he's the talking about. Of me. So I think he helped him out. I think he said something about him, kind of giving him some tips and helping him out on stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I you like know the why they're in the interview. You know why they're friends? Because of the fucking covenant. The co- yeah, I know. Have you seen it? No. Oh, Lindsay! I know. I know. <gasps> a Sebastian Stan movie that you I haven't, haven't seen? seen? It, yeah. I'm putting it on the list because I actually really like it. I've seen it more than once. Really? Uh-huh. I will gladly watch it. I just I can't I just believe have you it. haven't seen it. Sorry. Sorry, Sebastian Stan. I She's know. not actually a real fan. Well, I mean, yeah, whatever. So he studied it. You're reading the men's health article. He mentioned something in there about, you know, part of the reason why he wanted to get into such great shape is because he's always been kind of like a lanky you know not really muscular guy and then he started doing marvel movies and he's there with you know the fucking chris's <laughs> and he's looking at these guys like i don't belong here when, uh, let me which be is a very uh that i feel i fucking feel that all the time i work out so much in every class i go to i feel that way with somebody in the room inevitably i i feel like i'm always comparing myself to somebody so I, that kind of hit me but i feel like chris hemsworth is the kind of guy who's just naturally buff like he just is i mean he worked his ass off i'm to sure get but to he Thor also level. would just look good even if he wasn't working i think he's hard. probably an athletic i guy feel too. like chris evans is the kind of guy like if he lets himself go it's He'll gonna let go, go. Yeah. <laughs> so too. i'm waiting Which for that dad bod to come out yeah i, I, know. <laughs> I honestly kind of love that he's like there's there's a chris pratt inside of him right. somewhere sure <laughs> Yes, I think so. <laughs> so he mentioned something about, oh, and so I was reading this article, and he said something about like uh, he prefers to work out on an empty stomach. And I actually said aloud, "Go fuck yourself." That's ignorant. And then he said something about, uh, you know, if I feel like I need to eat something, I'll just eat like a rice cake with some almond butter, <laughs> which sounds gross. Are you Here's a fifteen-year-old girl? But dude, I love almond butter. I make my own almond butter, and truth be told, I fucking love rice cakes. I know it sounds nasty and everybody's like, it's styrofoam, but I actually really like it. So I was like, fuck, I can do this. <laughs> and then I realized, oh, yeah. And he also cut out every other <laughs> good thing. Right. Which is my my biggest thing that I can't get rid of the sugar. I need frappuccinos so bad. You know, I asked. But him- I hate everything that I read about him and how he was, all the things that he did, which are the things that I know that I would need to do to get into shape and... It just made me so angry. Like I, like I want to be him, right? But I also want to fuck him inside him, and I want to like. Hate- wait, 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 wait! wait, wait, wait. <laughs> when you say be inside of him, <laughs> you, like, you said it wrong. It's the other no. way around. No, no, no! I said it right. And like, I, wanna, <laughs> I really want to hate fuck him. Oh, what? because there's a part of me that hates him because he's achieved what I want to achieve. Are we still talking about Sebastian Stan? Yes, but then I also want to have his babies. So, like, hate oh. fuck babies. It is an obsession. Be inside Lindsay, me. I'll be a, inside him. This is him. an like, obsession. It's not an obsession. I'm not going to, like, hunt him down. When you're and talking hate about how him. you hate him, but you want to, and you want to hate fuck him, and you <laughs> want him inside of you, and you inside of him, it's not an obsession. obsession. I'm, uh, we'll I come feel to your that house way about. And we'll find the shrine and I feel that way the about altar. a lot of people. 
<laughs> it I, was reading that reading the men's health thing just really it both it just kind of pissed me off like we've talked about it before that I have a real problem with this <laughs> why is it so hard for women why is it so hard for me to look awesome and he can just like eat rice cakes and almond butter, which I'm doing too. And I know he did a lot more. I'm no, 100% he, sure he did a lot more. Rice cakes and but, almond butter is like the tip of the iceberg. But he this. looks so good. And I don't. And it pisses you me off. You need some of that carnivore protein powder and you'll be I'm fine. I'm sure that's what it is. So yesterday. So anyway, that just made me feel like, oh, great. He's doing things right. And I suck. But then at the same time, I also feel like. I love you and I kind of want to fuck you. <laughs> so it's there's a very it's a complicated it's relationship a complicated that we thing. have. But yeah, in this movie he's he's he looks good and he's such a fucking <laughs> he's asshole. An asshole, which is another thing that you're into. Yeah, a little bit. I admit. When you uh when you were gone yesterday at work, I was talking to Mike about this movie for a little bit cuz I said that we were we I'd watched it the night before and and I was like, and of course, Lindsay picked it because it's got Sebastian Stan. And he was like, I just don't get it. He doesn't. Know, We've talked about it He likes before. Ryan Gosling and that's yeah. his guy. He Because he said something to me about, he had seen something, like a picture of Sebastian Stan. And it was a picture that he showed it to me on his phone. Like, it was a good picture. He looked cute. Mm-hmm. But he pulls it up and he's like, his face. I just don't get it. And, and he shows me the about picture. Face, and yeah. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about, but... You're in love with Ryan Gosling's face, so I feel like your opinion is moot. Yeah, Ryan Gosling is not a traditional right. I love him. Looker. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but what are you talking about? <laughs> but Ryan, with Ryan Gosling, it's the whole package. He's sort of good looking, but a little bit off looking. He's got a nice body. He has a great personality. Yeah. He's sweet. Very he's funny. talented. And yeah, yeah, I mean, he's the whole package. And Sebastian Stan, you took his head off his body and put it on the body of a troll. It would make sense. Ouch. I'm just saying, like, the shape of his head is a little bit kind of square. Maybe make him a Frankenstein's monster. I think he has issues with his hair sometimes. So when he has the right hair, hair, he's he's like a Josh Hartnett. Like, Josh Hartnett's hair is so bad. Do you like like his Winter Soldier hair then? I do, yeah. Okay. I definitely do. We talked about Winter Soldier. I don't like him as the Winter Soldier, so. Yeah. You still haven't seen Civil War, though, and I'm fucking telling you, man. So but yeah, I, I do think he has hair that can sometimes ruin his <laughs> face. Which, speaking of hair, too, I fucking love that Hope Ann Gregory is still rocking the bangs with the, the pony. curled, the giant curled bangs with that with the scrunchie. Tail. With yes, Which, with multiple scrunchies. She uses still the scrunchie as a training scrunchies. tool, so yeah, it works. I this is kind of off topic, but I wanted to tell you this. I don't know why, but I had a dream last night about Brad Pitt. Mm -hmm. Like I was at some kind of a movie event and we were supposed to meet the actors after and the other actors had like impersonators, but Pitt was actually there and I actually got to talk to Pitt. Yeah. And we had a good conversation and it turned into something more and we were going to go hook up and he's getting naked and he had a vagina. Interesting. And I laughed out loud. And then he did have Well, that a, probably made him feel really bad. He did but then he did end up having a penis and a vagina both. Oh, so he was like your troll. Right. So thing. he was able to fuck me, but I just thought it was a really weird dream. Like why was I thinking about Brad Pitt having a vagina? Weird I don't know. Sex dream. That is <laughs> strange like when i when i just a minute ago said i want to be inside sebastian Stan, that was a joke that was a joke well I if he actually this. stripped down and had a vagina i'd probably be like well first of all i'd be like i don't know what to do with that yeah but i'd also be a little weirded Wait, out what? you don't know what to do with it you should know what to do i with mean it. like you know you just don't want to do anything with it nah yeah fair enough like yeah i wouldn't i get it <laughs> yeah i know i've seen chasing amy so i know what to do <laughs> The other thing I thought about while I was watching this movie, because we were talking about, like, coaches and stuff, and I had just seen um, at the Oscars Laura Dern talking to Jerry from Cheer, the cheerleading documentary Oh, yeah. On Netflix. Which I still haven't seen, yeah. Is so good. I actually it's do so plan good. on watching it. And Jerry is so good. And and, and really everybody. But Mike and I were talking about this yesterday, too, because I was like, I don't see how... Because he was like, well, they should just keep doing it. They should do another season of Cheer. And I said, I don't see how they could. The drama of the season that they had, which I think was in 2019 maybe was the season that we were were watching or following. Can't they follow somebody else? I mean. They could, but this is like the top cheerleading school in the country. It's just the drama of the final. Because everything is leading up to them going to Daytona to perform. Mm -hmm. And then what happens at that cheerleading competition with that team is so dramatic and it's real life it's just overwhelming how amazing it is but the coach so watching her kind of 
it's like so she's parked outside of the gym and she sees her coach and she's sad and it got me thinking about cheer and the coach from cheer and she's kind of it i mean this woman is incredible mm-hmm. and the show is about the kids but it's it's more i think about her leading them to victory year after year after year and what it takes to do it mm-hmm. and how smart she is and how talented she is and how good she and she is a surrogate mother to all of those children and a lot of them come from broken homes or you know bad situations and she wants those kids just should look the other way while they get fingered by the team doctor what that that's <laughs> a gym oh was that cheerleading or gymnastics or no, was gymnastics uh like, I don't, gymnastics what are you talking I, I was thinking of the corollis so there was a he was fingering girls no but they were looking the other way it was happening at the corolla oh, ranch oh shit i mean it was happening everywhere so there was a podcast series did you you listened to it i thought or something that where they kind of talked about that about, yeah and i couldn't even i started to listen to it and i had to stop yeah I, it was too awful i listened to the podcast it was it was awful yes but really well done um and the hbo documentary also and you know the 60 minutes and everything mm, i think I the 60 minutes was probably the first big um kind of show about it because that was a few years ago a couple years ago but yeah it's uh it's hard to and i and i know a lot of people i wasn't involved obviously with with gymnastics or with any of them i know those women and girls are far more disillusioned with the sport because of all of that that happened but even as a fan it made me disillusioned as well it's it's like the cte thing with i'm not super into football anyway but i watch football now and all i can think That's is what you're seeing they're damaging their brains or yeah, damaging their brains yeah knowingly doing it and for years of course they were doing it without knowing that it was a potential problem and and the fact that the nfl is just hand over fist bringing in all of this money putting these people at risk and it's not just cte cte of course is the the, the headline grabber but they're breaking their bodies they're breaking their bodies and nobody really gives a shit because it makes money and that was the same thing with gymnastics it was all of these girls are ruining themselves they're like the joke she makes about still not getting her period it's a funny joke but if you're an elite gymnast you sure as shit don't get your period and that's fucked up i i had a friend whose sister i mean it sounds great i had a friend whose sister played like club soccer in st louis and she ended up getting a scholarship and she wasn't getting her period yeah And and that was just soccer the myriad ways in which they do legitimately literally break themselves but it's still big business yeah and i'm not saying that the athletes who are involved aren't making that conscious choice but do you do you really have people looking out for you are they really legitimately looking out for you if they're allowing you to make a choice to time and time again hurt yourself for this quite frankly most often unattainable dream it's you watched i tanya yes yeah. Same kind of thing. Da- Sebastian Stan. <laughs> I know. I love that movie, though. So that's his figure skating movie. That's his figure skating movie. <laughs> he, was, he was great movie. in that. I mean, everybody. He Margot was so Robbie good. was crushing. And, oh, my God. What is his name? The um, the guy who plays. Yeah. I know. I'm blanking on his name. But the guy he who was actually was Jewel this whole... year. Yeah. Yes. Which I still really want to see and haven't seen. But, but he was fucking amazing. But who, who played her mom, too? Allison Janney. Oh. She's the best. All right. It was. Because, um, you know, West Wing, another one of my absolute most favorite shows. Paul Walter Hauser played Sean. Yeah. He He's was incredible. so good. He was that the is, best part I think of that my movie. favorite scene is when they're down in his basement and he just keeps shouting at his mom. Uh-huh. <laughs> she has to keep <laughs> dialing the phone every time Tanya hangs up. So fucking good. Yeah. That was great. That was a lot of fun to watch. Uh, so, yeah. So, this was a fun watch. I really enjoyed. I thought everybody was great. It was. I like how you describe it as a coming-of-age movie for a 30-year-old. Because yeah. you're right, it is. Um, and I think we all have our... Hopefully most of us aren't stuck quite like she is. But I think we do all have our ways in which we're stuck. You what, know, those, our arrested development? Yeah, exactly. Those things that we can't forget or forgive, that we just have a really hard time moving on from. We've been talking from. about that a lot lately, yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's it's really hard to confront and it's hard to deal with and i've been working really hard the last like 18 months to two years to try to not i keep saying no regrets but really not be that person who is because i can't go back in time and change or fix whatever happened and i can't change like the like my path is my path and this is the one i'm on and i gotta love it and if Mm -hmm. i don't love it i'm the only one who can change it um but i i feel like i feel like i'm pretty lucky though too like yeah i like my life i don't and i'm also 
I'm also on this body positivity kick as well. So what's that like? It's hard work. Is it? Yep. I can't do it, Leah. It hurts. <laughs> it hurts. What it do you hurts, mean? Like it hurts every time I look in the mirror and see something that I don't like, and then I try, and I'm like, it doesn't fucking matter. Just wait till <laughs> you're I forty. Never You'll myself. feel different when you're forty. that's the other thing that pisses me off about the article with sebastian stan right like Mm -hmm. i can take it if it's somebody who's 25 and they're talking about getting into the best shape of their life and how they actually succeeded at it but yeah we're the same age and he actually succeeded and it just makes me so sad so are there other i mean i guess we consider this a sports movie are there other sports movies that you i have are really into yeah or sports tv like you like friday night lights right love so i never really watched it i like the amy schumer sketch where they're pretending (laughs) don't rape yeah clear eyes full hearts don't rape rape, yeah (laughs) i josh charles for the win friday night lights is it's just kind of um it's kind of beautiful i i mean that's it's an odd word i guess to describe it but the way it's shot and the pacing of it um all of it 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 has this sort of ethereal quality to it and yet it's also yeah the episodes i've seen yeah it's very realistic um but it's also kind of dreamy and yeah there's just something i I do think just in terms of sports movies and tv shows it's inherent drama always inherent drama because of competition so it's really easy for me to risk totally buy into like i i'm not a huge sports person we're coming up on march right now so i'm about to get a little crazy you do like your college basketball i love my college basketball who's your team gonzaga i don't understand it why gonzaga is your team i i don't you know. never lived there and you didn't go to school there so we don't i mean i i mean growing up my dad and i his company for a while did have or somebody he knew had season tickets to slew uh back when it was spoonball the fucking bill charlie spoon hour was the coach the fucking billikens yeah and so we definitely watched a lot of college basketball and there i think part of the reason why i chose gonzaga is i needed a team like it's just more fun to have a team and when yeah, you, you have somebody, somebody you really sure. root for gonzaga is very similar to slew mm-hmm. and it just it just kind of happened I, I don't know like i was just i felt for this team they were up and coming they were definitely the underdogs bulldogs are their mascot mm, okay, <laughs> that kind of enough. is getting me too and better than billikens they're a jesuit university a relatively the same size as SLU. it just really reminded me of them um and they were competitors so SLU is a good team and they've been at that somewhat at that level or getting relatively close to that level before i think they can definitely break through in the next decade mm-hmm. probably ish um if they keep on track but yeah i i just needed a team and it just kind of it just kind of happened so i'm in it's it's gonzaga it's but anyway sports in general i don't typically really usually care that much Mm -hmm. but sports movies get me they just get and i think it's because of that inherent drama there's you're just always like you can't help but getting bought in and it's usually kind of tense and stressful and exciting and you're like rooting for the characters mm-hmm. too, which is something you don't always get in just a typical movie. You might feel for people, but you don't always necessarily root for them. And you don't always, even if you are rooting for them, you don't always get an obvious sort of victory. There's always some obvious victory in a sports movie. Um, so yeah, I, I I love them. I mean, whether it's like We Are Marshall, which is so fucking depressing. Oh, Leah, it's so sad, but so great. Like it's definitely a it's a true story, Mm -hmm. Um, and it's a terrible, wonderful story. Um, But yeah, whether it's something like We Are Marshall or Remember the Titans, I love Remember the Titans. Leah, I mean, okay, I'm thinking, and I have seen Rudy. Didn't care. Yeah, I mean, I Um, like Rudy, but I like love. I really like Field of Dreams. Field of Dreams is. The best baseball movie. Um, I like A League of Their Own. Yeah. There's no crying in baseball. Yeah. I haven't seen it in years either. I, in the 90s, like, saw it so many times because I loved it so much, but I haven't seen it in so long. But man, how many times have I seen Varsity Blues? I can't count. That's, that's your go-to. That I've seen Varsity Blues. <laughs> what about Friday Night Lights, the movie? I mean, Mm-mm, no. I haven't seen it. Oh, it's really good. No, I, I haven't mean, seen I love The Replacements. The show, but... I haven't seen You haven't seen The Replacements? Mm-mm. Yeah. Isn't Keanu in that? Yes. That's why I'm surprised. And Hardball, too. Did I you see Hardball? Hardball. Hardball's so good. I'm trying to think. I've, a bunch seen, of kids. I've seen Major League. I liked Major League. Yeah. Um, Bull Durham? I haven't seen Bull Durham. Uh, I think I might have seen Tin Cup. 
I mean, I've seen Happy I'm, Gilmore on Billy Madison. Uh, not Billy Madison, but Happy but Gilmore. Happy Gilmore, Happy yeah. Gilmore counts, right? I feel like, no. <laughs> it's a sports I, As movie. soon as you said Tin Cup, I was like, that's not sports. It's fucking golf. It's golf. Golf is a sport. Yeah, yeah. You can yeah. play it for money. Yeah. You can just play it. Yeah, I can play. I can play lots so you, of things for so money. So you're in more interested in like team sports. I guess. Have well, you I mean, seen Kingpin? Really Does Kingpin count as a sports movie? No. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I've seen it. <laughs> this actually, this scene where they're at the bowling alley, I really like when she's because uh, I was gonna <gasps> ask you the nachos thing. Can you can you say it the way that she says it? Nachos. <laughs> she's nachos. like here. Eat this and smell my nachos. Here, let me tell you something, all right? There are two main reasons why I still have a layer of fat sitting atop my muscles. Nachos? Two, two main reasons. One is frappuccinos. And the other is nachos. Nachos. I have a real unhealthy problem. And when she tells her to just eat the celery and just sniff them. the nachos. Like, there's a part of me that really wants to do that. But here's what would end up happening. You I would do it. Too. And then I'd look at the nachos and I'd be like, well, I'm not going to waste these. <laughs> so I would eat them too. I lo- and she eats like... Hope Anne eats terribly. She eats all the same shit she's eating during the training. She's drinking a milkshake every day. I know. And she, she doesn't good. gain an ounce. I know. Jerk. <laughs> Did you like, I mean, I mean, I guess, you know, we know Sebastian Stan is your favorite, but you like Twitchy, right? I like him. I like the character. I don't find him attractive at all. Isn't that guy in Silicon Valley? Is he? I know I recognize him. He's in something. I don't fucking know. I know what. I've seen him in I haven't things. seen Silicon Valley. Like, I just don't care. I um, watched, like, a couple of episodes, and I actually thought that I would probably like it, but I never went on from there. I think I probably... Yeah, he's in Silicon I, Valley. I tried to start it over again. Thomas Middleditch. Oh, he's Canadian. He's a voice in Bob's Burgers. Well, then I love him a little bit more. Mmm, Bob's Burgers. I fucking love Bob's Burgers so much. I haven't much. seen a ton of that either. He's Leah. in Zombieland Double Tap? Yeah, I still have to see that too. Hmm. What is Haley Lee Richardson doing? Man, I love her. Like, currently? I don't know. What time is it wherever she is? <laughs> she has I'm, two projects coming I'm up. Not her One of the projects is in production and it's called Unpregnant. Oh, listen to this. Oh. This is with a 17-year-old Missouri teen named Veronica discovering she has gotten pregnant, a development that threatens to end her dreams of matriculating in an Ivy League college and the career that will follow? sold i mean they're currently in the state of missouri i believe there is one abortion clinic and there's a certain waiting period of course to even be considered for it and women who are in more rural areas really have little to no access to even consider something like that i I mean there's actually uh there are, are many really good documentaries but there's there's one on HBO I know from a few a, years ago. Yeah, I started watching it. Um, yeah, that but it was talking about people the clinic from Missouri. on the Illinois side. Exactly. Yeah. Um, there's also, there are a couple of front lines that were really interesting that weren't necessarily related to Missouri, but there's, they did one back in the 90s, and then they revisited that same clinic just, it was last year or two years ago. So great stuff. In fact, when we were getting burgers last night, I don't mm-hmm. know if you noticed this, but there was some fucking little douche-tard kid, some little fucker, a boy fucker, well, I mean, maybe a boy fucker. Like, maybe he fucks boys, too. But a boy okay. and a fucker who was, I don't know, he looked like he was probably 14. And he was wearing a sweatshirt that said something about being pro-life and had, like, little baby footprints on it. Oh. And I wanted to just grab him by the he hood and be like. His parents put him in. Right. I want to just yeah. grab him by the hood and be like, you don't, you don't fucking know. You just don't fucking know. No. And you never will. But. Everybody is entitled to their opinion. I mean, you say that, and I feel like technically that's true. <laughs> but I think you know that I no, I know your reaction to that. Have a real problem. This is the time. Is the time to tell everybody about our awesome plan to help women get abortions? Oh, we kind of. It's the fetus be gone. We kind of fell out of that. It's a revolutionary tool. It's basically so just like it's an egg a hand mixer it's an, with yeah. an attachment. You just slide up inside of you, turn it on. The problem boom, that problem we keep gone. running into is traditionally on like an egg beater or a hand mixer. Right. The cord isn't very long. Yeah. We're going to have to do wireless cordless. So, yeah. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> also, <laughs> really dangerous. <laughs> Yeah, don't stick anything inside your vagina that isn't approved by a medical professional. Please know this is a joke. Penises, <laughs> dildos, let's leave it at your finger, a uh, hand, those are all safe. But wash your hands first. Do wash your hands also. before and after. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, to each his own. Something else I, I was just reading through here. I liked it when, what did she call her? Casey B. Anthony? 
if she taught us anything women could do anything and then um that that she's listening to avril lavigne in the car a couple of avril lavigne songs played and i got so happy you got happy yeah because that album i really like i fucking hate avril lavigne i hate her i hated her when she was popular (laughs) she's some prissy little bitch who incidentally is she's a very talented. dumbass. She's like if you've talented. ever heard her speak, she sounds like she's half a target. Oh best. yeah, she does sound pretty stupid. She makes Canadians look bad, especially when she married Chad Kroger. But Which, you know what? Yeah. From Nickelback, but she had the good sense to to end that relationship. Whatever. I feel like she the didn't... fact that she put herself out there as though she were in any way related to punk music just made me want to take that tie and tighten it around her neck. <laughs> I hate her. Boy, hate her. I. Uh, I shouldn't, I, like, I'm an adult woman. You shouldn't have that much <laughs> anger about Avril exactly. I feel like when I was, you know, 17, it was okay to be like, I hate that bitch. <laughs> but now I really shouldn't say these things. <laughs> I admit. I, uh, I feel like she and Derek Wibley were, like, this, the, the best, like, couple. I don't know who that is. Derek Wibley's the lead singer from Sum 41. Ugh. Yeah, he looks kind of funny. I actually, I, I remember going to a, um, what what is what is the the punk fest um oh it's uh warp, warp tour. tour yeah i remember yeah. going to a warp tour that some 41 was at and they kept throwing shit in the audience like what like bottles of water and yeah stuff? yeah but that's like, the thing that people do no like empty bottles yeah. they were just chucking at people no that's not something you do i was like 18 years old I've and it pissed me off no i'm not saying it's I, I'm saying it's a stupid thing <laughs> it's to do. It's a stupid thing to it's do? It's stupid. Especially for a band that, oh, I'm sorry. Again, you think you're like legit punk rock? You've had two hits They're, on the... I come think on. they were touring again. Like Derek got clean and he was doing good. You know who's coming to St. Louis this summer? Rolling Stones. Some 41. Or not some 41. Uh, we just talked about uh, Eve 6. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of do want to see them. I was working out this morning uh, in high fitness. And first of all... <sighs> fuck, these women are just so, like, shrieky and shrill, and it's it's hard. Sometimes it's really hard. But the song comes on, and it's fucking Panic at the Disco, and I cannot I like describe that one song by to then. you how every single thing they've ever done makes me want to vomit. I hate I hate the sound of their voice. I hate mm. the sounds of their... I hate, I hate them. I hate them. I hate Fall Out Boy, too, because mm. they're exactly the same, by the way. Exactly. Mm. There are at least a couple of Fall Out Boy I songs really, that I'm I okay with. I think Wentz is kind of yucky yeah i mean you know whatever he's like a little dwarf boy but anyway hate panic at the disco so there's the song that comes on i'm not a huge fan of the routine either like mm-hmm. i mean it's all cardio but there's a lot of jumping it hurts my knees a little anyway we're going we're doing the thing i'm like whatever it's a song i don't like it's no big deal we're like halfway through the song and this one bitch just screams <laughs> at the top of our lungs and everybody else like cheers and screams along with her like this is how we do it this is so much fun ah! wait wait so she just yells like not words, yeah like just... along with the song kind well, of like, like singing along not she wasn't singing she just fucking screamed okay that's but obnoxious. it was like you know the song rises at a certain point and she's like you just woke up the cats. I yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm getting all riled up just thinking about it. Oh, she says so many good. Like I just looked at my notebook. Yeah, again. I wanted to know because you we've talked about this before that maybe you should cool it on the notes a little and just actually watch the movie. But please, please do read from well, your notebook. The thing about she said something about uh, when Haley lives in the back of the car with the guy and she kicks the guy out. She's like, I hope he didn't get clitjes everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and there was something something that happened when you and I went to see um, what was the movie with Robert Pattinson and Reese Witherspoon. Where they're like with a circus or a carnival or something. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Oh, I forgot all about that something movie. Something about horses or water for my horses. No, that's yeah. a country song. Um, <laughs> water for my horses. <laughs> I just got an email from Planned Parenthood. Elephants. I think it's about elephants. Me. <laughs> water for elephants? Or Is like it water, water for, for elephants? elephants? I think that's it. I don't know. But I remember I was like, it was after the whole Twilight thing. And what did you say about the girl? Something about female ejaculate. You were like, said something about the other women in the theater and female ejaculate. And made me laugh. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember that at all, but it doesn't surprise me. When she, when her dad, she says, dad, wake me up. Um, no matter what I do, wake me up. And then she just punches him in the face. I had a college roommate 
who had a really hard time getting up and she just her alarm would go and go and go and go and go it would piss off other people in the dorm because mm-hmm. it would keep going and she wouldn't wake up and she told me like leah i could get violent like don't try to come over here and wake me <laughs> up and i was like okay okay dude um okay so here's just a little a little take from <laughs> from, from my notes. notes i've got um and you need to read the you need to read the the little thing that she says oh, okay yeah i want you to read that take but, um so this is around the time that oh it's her birthday um, I said, this is just straight out of a notebook. Of course, her B-Day is on 4th of July. Truth or truth? Gas station. Dan, her reaching for the dick. I loved every time she would start to kiss her boyfriend and she'd reach she'd for his reach dick for and he'd, he'd like, like push her hand away because he's saving himself for marriage. Um, Coach P was broke. Bradley the fish travels. Her dad made this shit up. Her boobs are huge. Uh-oh, Gary went rogue. Quote, you got nice cans. Sebastian Stan is a mood. They will fuck. Is a mood? Is a mood. The sex scene is what the fuck. Sebastian Stan <laughs> is so good as the dickhead. Oh shit, she's with Lance now? This is when, obviously, yeah. Uh, Did Haley- you actually think that she would be with him? I mean, like, they were fucking, but... I, I mean, like, not with with, but, like, that was when she decided to, to turn him as a, a coach. Oh, no, oh, no. oh, oh, okay, okay, yeah, Maggie. Yeah. yeah, gotcha. So much for the gym, sad face. Sometimes we hurt people because we're balls deep in our own BS. So Bullshit. true. Um... And then at the end, I just wrote, fuck you, fuck them, and fuck that. It's a great song. It's a great, it's a classic. It's a great song. It's a classic. <laughs> the dance when they're dancing in the mall. It's so cute. It's cute. Are you sure you can dance like this with <laughs> somebody you're not married to? Yeah. Did you find it? Oh, yeah. Would you like? Yeah, read it. Read it. Uh, I fuck with whoever I want, whenever I want. I'll fuck with them so hard, I'll rip their taints in half. Then I'll wear one part of the taint in a locket around my neck. Give the other half of the taint to your mom to shove up her ass. Pretty soon after the whorehouse she whores around at, someone will say to her, Hey, Mrs. Tucker, what's that shiny little object coming out your crack? She'll be like, Oh, this ass jewelry? Just spit shined it up. Hope Ann Gregory gave me that as a reminder that my son's a fucking loser. I love it so much. The only thing, the only thing that bothers me about that whole <laughs> tirade is the look on Sebastian Stan's face. Because let's be real. If somebody says that to you, you're not just staring at them. You don't act like a, a fool sitting yeah. there staring at them. <laughs> I don't care how cool you are, Lance the fucker Tucker. You're going to look at that bitch and be like, the fuck is wrong with you? I feel like if it isn't taken, we need to change our handle on Twitter or somebody's handle on Twitter to at Taint Locket. At Taint Locket. Taint Locket. Um, what's the thing that he says to her? There's a, something that he says, oh, the early bird catches the sperm. That's a good one. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um, he says, I am the fucking god of gymnastics. You're talking to fucking Zeus. The way he gets all like up in her face in that and kind of scary. And then the look on her face too when she's she's legit a little bit scared too. Yeah. I love that. Like that was, and I think that's one of the things that is really great about this movie is it has so many just kind of ridiculous funny parts. But again, that kind of underlying realism, there are those moments that are kind of pocked in between. Um and that was one of them where, you know, she's just kind of, she's being a regular bitch self. He's being his regular dick self. And then boom, it's like, oh yeah, I do hate you because you took away my dream. Mm-hmm. It's not all about you. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was, and it's legit too. Cause man, it sucks. It's true that these men gymnasts are elite athletes. Mm-hmm. They're fucking amazing. But, but nobody gives them any attention. If you want more recognition, take a different sport. Yeah, well, they're all going on to American Ninja Warrior now, so. Oh, well, there you go. It's great. Like, every time I watch American Ninja Warrior, I feel like there's another elite gymnast performing, and I'm like, I don't know who that guy is. I feel like I should know. Uh, He was on the Olympic team. I feel like I should know who he is. I always like it when the parkour guys go, because I feel like they have the grip strength and stuff, and they just do some Well, the rock climbers have the grip strength. That, yes. Like, Um, Brian Arnold, he has this uh, YouTube video of him doing pull-ups with just his index fingers. mm -hmm. I can't do a fucking pull-up with my whole hands. (laughs) I mean, unassisted at least. Imagine getting fingered by that guy. Dude, he sounds dangerous. <laughs> he like punches a hole in your G-spot. <laughs> I don't know safe. what might happen. He like rip your clit out entirely. <laughs> oh, I don't know, man. Just a swipe of his finger. Too much. Too, too much. much. Too strong. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Well, anything else about the bronze? I No, I mean, I uh, I love it. I fucking love it. <laughs> and like I said, the first time I saw it, I was really excited for you to see it. And then you just kind of blew me off. Well, 
I never, shocking. I don't know what I'm doing. I know. You obviously don't. It's I'm obvious. well aware. What the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> you probably just wanted to go watch Robin Hood for the 12th, for the 20th time, time. Or Varsity actually, Blues or, yeah, whatever. Right. But I knew, I knew you would like it and I was so excited to watch it again having you watch it for the first yeah, time because you I were really right. thought I really thought that you would enjoy it so I'm just super pumped that you liked you were it right too. it was good and I'm glad it's on now because I haven't for another I've rented it for another it's available <laughs> for those six hours probably so I can continue to watch it this afternoon yeah but, all right well thanks everybody for listening and we will see you again next time the movie virgins hey people this is Leah I hope you enjoyed our episode on the bronze it did get a little profane. I apologize for saying something about somebody getting a hole punched in their G-spot. If that gave you the willies, my bad. Um, I didn't realize how deep Lindsay's obsession with Sebastian Stan went. Um, but to hear her say that she wants to be inside of him was really disturbing to me. Um, so, you know, maybe you guys got excited about that. I don't know. Um, if you did, good for you. Uh, so anyway, it got weird and we were glad that you were here for it. Um, next week we will be talking about the greatest action movie of all time. And that is Speed starring Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock and Jeff motherfucking Daniels. So, very excited to have that discussion. Lindsay had never seen Speed before. It's crazy. She she intentionally avoided avoided it this entire time. So, um, so twenty years later, here we are. Um, so anyway, uh, wherever you're listening, please uh, subscribe. We would love it if you would rate us and also write us a review. You can find us on Movie Virgins Pod at you know sorry at Movie Virgins Pod on Twitter. We want to hear from you there too. If you follow us, we will follow back. But yeah, all across the board, we want to hear from you. Whether you loved it or hated it or whatever it, we want to know. So please catch up with us in all of those places. And uh, thanks a lot for listening, and we will see you very soon. One last thing. The music in this episode was written and performed by Melissa Powers. Virgin's